Commutify presents Between the Lines with Andy Keaton. Each week, we explore the challenging issues transportation demand management professionals face on their journey to transition commuters from driving alone to more sustainable, shared and active commuting habits. Be sure to subscribe to hear next week's episode and check out our exclusive commuter playlists on Spotify. This is Between the Lines with Andy Keaton. Everyone, thanks for being on board with us today. This episode, we are talking to Tom Kipps. Tom is the head of B2B at Van Moof, an Amsterdam-based e-bike company taking the world by storm. I'm really excited to be talking with Tom today. Tom uh, sent me over his, his bio. I really liked what Tom sent me over for his bio because it was short and sweet, just like this podcast. I really liked it. Um, so he says, growing up in different parts of the world, He's always had an interest in international business, and at Van Moof, he's globally responsible for getting people writing through partnerships with the world's coolest companies. So we're going to be talking today with Tom about this mission, about everything he's been doing, um, and more generally about e-bikes and why e-bikes are going to save the planet. So Tom, can you tell me first, um, can you tell me what is, what is an e-bike in Van Moof's eyes? What does that mean? All right. Uh, Andy, thanks for, uh, for having me on, first of all. Uh, uh, super excited to be here and, and talk to you all about, uh, about e-bikes. So, yeah, um, I think when it comes to e-bikes, we've got two types. We've got the pedal-assisted e-bikes where you actually have to pedal uh, before the uh, engine kicks in and gives you that extra uh, boost. It's like it's, you know, you're riding with the wind in your, in, in your back that gives you the extra power to move forward. And you have the... Um, uh, e-bikes with with a throttle, which is basically like you're driving a motorbike, but then it's uh, uh yeah, it's it's powered by an electric engine. So we uh, at Vamov we make e-bikes which are pedal assisted because we still believe in the you know the the, the experience of actually riding a normal um, bicycle that we all know as when we were growing up as kids, right? Everyone loves that feeling of of cycling when you were a little kid. That's great. Yeah. Okay. okay. So this is good because we're on the same page here. This, these are the kind of bikes I think that are uh, really going to make a difference here moving forward um, with, you know, the, the goals of, of reducing emissions uh, worldwide. So one of the things I really like about e-bikes um, and, and then most bikes in particular is they're, uh, they're a really great emission-free alternative to personally owned vehicles to single occupancy vehicles, really to any vehicle, uh, because, you know, they are emissions free. So can you tell me, you know, in your own words here, why do you think e-bikes are so great? Why are they such a good alternative to cars? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. One is obviously the, the emissions free reason. Uh, that, that's one that's super important. Um, the other one is that if you look at the cities we live in today, right? Usually all the trips that you make in a city, look at a city as San Francisco, even a city like New York, or I, I personally live in Amsterdam, which is a reasonably small city. Uh, a bike is a great way to get around. You'll beat traffic, you'll be quicker. Um, plus you're outside, you know, it gives you a bit of exercise. Uh, it's nice to have the wind through your hair. It makes you feel... Um, 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 nicer, better about yourself. There's actually 
tons of research that shows that um, if you wake up, you jump on your bike to ride to work to start your day, you actually start your day more refreshed than uh, using public transport or locking yourself in a box and getting completely frustrated because of all the traffic you encounter on your way to, to work. So I think, um, I think uh, bikes and e-bikes are, are, are an awesome way uh, to get around instead of a, a small metal box on wheels. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love that a small metal metal box on wheels. Yeah, this is one of the things I, I love about the kind of emerging technology and the emerging TDM space is not only I mean study after study study have shown cars have more negative you know uh, kind of uh, outputs here than than positive ones and. These kind of solutions, like e-bikes, they don't just save emissions, but they make your life easier. They make your life happier and healthier. For and sure. I really like that. Um, and, and it's just it's it's really great because you can actually encourage people to improve their their uh, own well-being while also improving the planet and saving the planet here. So yeah. I love that. I think it's a it's a a great solution. So can you tell me? I know you you you're working obviously in a for a company that's selling e-bikes can you tell me a bit more about um some of the kind of stories of working with corporations um, or with people and kind of helping to create these programs that, that actually have shifted people out of cars um and into into e-bikes yeah of course like um I, th I think an, an awesome statistic that I like to uh, that I like to use when speaking to people in general about biking, right? I think uh, I think if you look at the um, at the U.S., is that eighty percent of all trips made in the in in the USA are kind of up to up to ten miles, and I think like fifty percent of trips is up to up to five miles. While um, you know um, that's an awesome range to to use a um, to use a bike for. So what we like to do is that I, I think that when when it comes to getting more people cycling uh, or e-biking, there are kind of three forces that are at play. There is obviously us, us the individual, uh, and a bit of culture uh, on how we travel and, and move around. Then we've got the governmental side, which is all about infrastructure. And, and, and I think sure. what has happened in this, the biking sphere is that it's always been these individuals and and uh, um, and the government talking about yeah we need more bike lanes we need more infrastructure um, and then there was the other side saying okay there is this cultural thing where yeah we don't cycle in this country or um, you know in this city or the weather is bad mm -hmm. I think COVID has completely told us that that's a bunch of well, you can beat me out but um, nonsense um, <laughs> because. <laughs> If you looked at if you if you looked at London for example, at some point uh, a few days after after the first lockdowns there, people were like taking over the city and cycling everywhere. It turns out that if we put if we put bike lanes in place, uh, people will use them. So I think the whole cultural thing is 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 less of a uh, uh, an argument. And I think there is another force at play there. So we've got the, the culture, we've got the infrastructure from a governmental side, but we also have companies where I believe in, in, in cities where 
in my opinion, cycling is more relevant because your trips are a little bit shorter. You have corporations that, that, that play a role, that need to play a role as well. They're, they're like the corporate citizens, right, in, 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 um, in cities. Sure. A lot of people work for them. They should be stimulating, in my opinion, their employees as well to say, hey, you know, think about how, how, how you commute. Should you, um, should you use your car to come to work? Why not try a bike? Why not try an e-bike? So I believe if we can work together, us, the, the, the industry, uh, and us, the individuals, um, together with, uh, with governments and infrastructure and corporations saying, hey, actually, you know, we need to, we, we need to think about what we're doing um, uh, with CO2 emissions, with making this world a better place, making this city a better place, um, and stimulating our, our people. I think if, if those three parties really start working together very well, Man, that that we can make a massive, massive impact on um, on uh, on how much uh, emissions we, we we can save just by even you know even just reducing your your car trips by fifty percent, you make a massive impact, and that's possible. It's possible sure. with e-bikes. It's there's no excuse, almost no excuse. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, obviously, if if you know, if bike is, is an accessible form of transportation for you, then it it really is a good solution. And I like, you brought up a few things that I think we're going to dive in a bit more deeply into. Uh, the first being this kind of personal, um, you know, uh, cultural piece of things um, about how, you know, people actually do like biking and it's been shown and, and COVID has helped show that that, that biking is a, a legitimate alternative to, to driving. Um, especially in cities, I agree with that. And I'm gonna, I'll, in just a second, I'm gonna ask you a little bit more about uh, about that because I think it's an important piece of the puzzle. The other thing is, people listening to us here um, or watching or watching our video stream is, you know, if if corporations really start to think about this, um, they can be a, a catalyst for change to get people onto e-bikes. Um, and it, it's really only a positive positive side of things for them because. If you think about, I mean, stuff that we do on a day-to-day basis, kind of quantifying the cost of commuting, you know, an e-bike is far less expensive uh, than getting a parking space for your employee, and uh, or or getting a shuttle or something of the like. Uh, plus all the other benefits that that you've talked about about all the you know all the health benefits that come from it for your employees. But there's really there's really a, a positive to this. And from the city side as well, there's a positive to building that infrastructure, getting people on bikes. Um, I've seen I've seen studies before about how you know people are more likely to um, shop at stores and go to restaurants in the community if they bike in because you know they're seeing it. They can just park their bike, lock it up, and walk in. They don't have to go find a parking space in the city, uh, pay the parking fee, and then go you know go to where they need to go. So it makes everything more accessible. So there's there's so many benefits outside of just the the kind of core commuting benefits of cost and of, of yeah. CO2 here, uh, there's a lot of ex- extra benefits. I think that's a really exciting thing about e-bikes um, in particular. But one of the things that I think you know sets e-bikes kind of apart from bikes or walking, um, which are all great, uh, is that they really are a more accessible form of active transportation than 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 bikes or or scooters or anything of the like. Um, one of the things I I uh, 
am excited about with e-bikes and I like personally is that you can go further. You talk about something like five miles. Well, you probably aren't going to walk up, walk five miles. That's a pretty long walk. And you could bike, but it, it depends. You know, I've, I've been in, um, I've lived in Berkeley and in Boulder. Both are very hilly cities. A bike is tough. You know, <laughs> I get sweating by the time I get to work. Um, and, and then it's like, oh man, I, I one time I walked into a meeting just, just sweating. It was so hot outside and I biked up this hill. Oh, it was embarrassing. But e-bikes though, I love e-bikes because they might not actually <laughs> be able to get there without sweating. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Um, why are they, you know, why are they better than bikes in this case? And kind of just, what is the mechanism there? How does that work? How does that, how does that uh, help make it more accessible for folks? Yeah, now I, I think that's a great example you gave there of walking into a meeting completely uh, drenched in sweat. Uh, I, I, it's embarrassing and it's not, not maybe not the best first impression you want to make, right? So um, I, I, think, I think for everybody that's listening that's ever tried an e-bike or, or hasn't tried an e-bike and should try an e-bike, um, the fact that you have um, this extra power at your disposal that you can, um, that you can utilize, for example, to, to ride up a hill uh, you know, and, and, and arrive at a meeting on time and not sweaty, or um, to just go for a longer commute. This, uh, I, I literally have noticed that uh, a city becomes a lot smaller because distances are easier, easier tra traversed just because you've got um, a little bit of assistance. Uh, with our Vamov bikes, and and with a lot of other e-bikes, you you can um, you can uh, you've got different different levels of assistance, which means that in the morning you're driving to work, or you know you need to go somewhere quick. You put it on full blast. You need to pedal still, but but you can weave through uh, weave through and and you know reach um, uh, a top speed of twenty miles an hour, getting somewhere. You know that 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 gets you somewhere uh, quick. Right. You're yeah exactly, and you're still you know, you've still uh, been active. However, on the way back. You might have a little bit more time. You might be uh, interested in a, in a slower ride and a little bit more of a workout. Uh, put a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, muscle power in there. Then you just turn the uh, the level of assistance down. I think that's yeah, that's that that's a great um a great the great versatility that uh, that an e bike has there. Yeah, that's that's really good. I I, I like the ability to adjust. Um, because yeah, I think everyone knows here, you, I'm almost always running late to work in the morning, you know, <laughs> especially if we got an early meeting and, uh, I want to be able to, yeah, just cruise on in. Don't have to worry about pedaling too much. Um, but then on the way back, yeah, I get my workout, uh, turn it all the way down and go up that hill on my own. I mean, that sounds good to me. Uh, I like that. So, okay. But apart from that, we have. You've talked about kind of five miles. You mentioned some 10-mile trips. What is, what is the characteristic of a commute where an e-bike is a perfect alternative, a perfect solution? You know, is, is there a certain distance? What kind of characteristics of, uh, of you know, who, who could adopt it? And, and, you know, when do you see adoption the highest? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a bit biased, um, but I, I do think that everybody um, – is that, that the e-bike is for everybody, right? 
Um, people that are it's a good answer. Are, yeah, I, well, one hundred percent. Because if you're not as fit, uh, um, or have you know, um, 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 you can use it to to get fit because you've got you've got that power assistance. You can yeah, start cycling, start start building up your stamina, start building up your your, your power, um, and it will still get you around. It will still get you up that super steep hill. You can still go on super nice uh, uh, um, rides on the weekend for 10, 15, 20 miles uh, or until your battery runs out. Now, um, most most great e-bikes, they, they have... Um, they have pretty pr- pr- pretty decent um, uh, size batteries these days, so you can go up to 30, 40 miles on a, on a charge with with full uh, full power assistance. So that's a lovely lovely ride um, on on a weekend. So even if you're uh, um, uh, even if you're my parents' age, you know, we, I could I could go on a on a on a decent ride with my dad. He'll be on an e bike. I'll be on a, on my bike, and we and he can he can still uh, keep up with me. How how awesome is that? But on the other hand, people of my or our age, right, Andy, uh, can use a bike, uh, an e-bike as well, just to to go that little bit far farther uh, to work or to do your groceries around town or meet your friends uh, for a couple of drinks on the other side of town, where you don't need to take a tube or a, or or a, or a polluting expensive cab or things like that. I, I think it's a it's such mm-hmm. a it's the ultimate versatile um, city vehicle in my in in, in my book. Yeah, I like that. It, the more we talk about this, the more the more we're tooting the horn. Uh, no pun intended here of the of the e bike. Um, I like it because you know I said this a lot. I like it because, but I like the e bike solution um, for commuting because it's also a solution for all the other trips, like you just said. So if you're a commute manager and you're providing a subsidy for these e bikes or even providing them to you know directly to your employees, not only are you helping them get to work, get from work. Um, but also picking up lunch during the middle of the day or going to go use it as their, you know, to work out after work or go, you know, go shopping or just meet people for happy hours. So it's really, um, you're solving a bunch of different, uh, transportation issues with yeah. just that single, that single solution. So it's, exactly. really, it's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and it really does. I, I like how it does make it more accessible. Um, I know in, uh, Certainly, I mean, you're in Amsterdam. They've got some of the best biking infrastructure in in the world, uh, and it's it's amazing. I wish it was like that here. But there's certainly cities here in the U.S. that the the biking infrastructure is not great. Um, we'll, we'll put it nicely. But an e-bike gives you a, a better feeling of of safety and security when you're riding on a bike lane next to a busy road. You're going a bit faster. You feel like you have more control. Um, I know I feel a bit better. Um, when I'm having to ride on bike lanes versus versus bike paths, when I'm on a when I'm on an e-bike versus a regular bike, so I, I like that piece too. Um, so it's it's not just a solution in cities. I agree. Best, I mean, this is this is the ultimate solution for cities, but it it's definitely a solution outside of outside of the city to um, just getting people getting people to and from just work. It's it's really yeah. a, a I mean, good solution. It would be a great solution where you where you could either I don't know uh, use your use your e bike to cycle to the to the to the station and then take the take the train into in, into into your place of work or other types of commuting like that. But I wanted to to jump on a point where we, you were talking about the infrastructure because I live in Amsterdam 
So uh, yes, sorry, I'm I'm blessed with a pretty decent biking uh, <laughs> infrastructure here, um, but that was that wasn't always the case, huh? People people always think that we've been cycling since I don't know the 1800s, um, but that wasn't always the case because we were. If if you look at Amsterdam, my city where I'm I'm living right now, in the 70s, that that there was cars everywhere, um, uh, and everything was built around cars, but. The um, at that time, city uh, city council and city government they decided, hey, you know, we're kind of uh, you know uh, this is becoming a bit of a, an issue. We can build more roads and, and and you know break down these old houses and make more room for cars. But that's not the way forward. So they started from a very early um, well early in the seventies already to kind of put these bike lanes in. And then what happened? Uh, all uh, a lot of people started using bikes and and. As a, and as a result, right now, for me, from where I live to go into the center of town, or for me, from where I live to, to go to work, the most efficient, fastest, easiest way of getting around is using a bike. Um, so, so even if you even if you own a car and and love a car, you would probably still take your bike because it's the quickest way to get the get the work. So, um, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's. Uh, uh, it, it's a plea for for, for 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 city governments to kind of uh, think about uh, putting more bike lanes in place because people will start using them and and uh, it, that's 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 one of the starts of this this massive shift and I hope at some point corp- corporations um, who are who are very powerful and who have a role to play in this uh, in this shift can uh, can also use their uh, yeah use their clout to kind of say hey you know why don't we why don't we tackle these problems um together yeah no i agree i like that i love that plea um also i i think i might have learned this that that fact um before but i've forgotten that that amsterdam has not always been biking you know i i imagine i think of amsterdam back with people you know riding around with their you know the bikes with a huge wheel on the front um no that that wasn't i guess probably the case (laughs) they're driving just like everyone else um so you know look at this it's only been 50 years and you're i mean a bike mecca it's it's doable um from the city side of things so you know it's never too late to start now we've got the technology certainly to make it even more accessible so for sure um, yeah i appreciate that i think that's i think that's a good a good way to think about it so we are running out we're running out of time here uh we like to keep these Keep these episodes nice and quick so everyone can get back to get back to what they're doing. And hopefully you have a quick commute so you don't even have to, you know, you're already at work <laughs> at this point. Um, you know, you rode your e-bike in and you're, you're, you know, you were having a great time. You're but not sweaty. You're not sweaty because you rode so. your e-bike in. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Yeah. You're just relaxing. You got there early. Yeah. You have a nice <laughs> cup of coffee. Uh, it's perfect. So, okay. So Tom, um, in a couple sentences here, can you just. Uh, finish us off and tell us why will e-bikes save the planet? Why are they such a great solution for the TDM industry? Oh wow! In one sentence, right? Um, so I think I think the the numbers speak for themselves. I think the um, the e-bike industry is set to grow to I think forty forty six billion uh, US dollars by twenty twenty six. So this train has already left the station. Um, everybody is, uh, is, is loving e-bikes from, 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 from older people to younger people. And as I said, it's, it's, I cannot think of a better alternative to move around uh, cities. 
So um, yeah, let's let's just not use cars in cities anymore, and um, we can reduce about uh, about fifty percent of our carbon emissions right there. Easy. Wow, I was love that, it. All was right, that one Tom. sentence? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, it's close enough. It was close enough. I yeah. I think that's a good a good end. And everyone, you know, jump on the jump on the e bike train here. Um, like like Tom said, it's a growing industry. There's a lot of solutions out there. Um, this is this is really something to be to be looking into for for your commuters, for your employees, and for yourself as you get into the office. So, Tom, thanks for thanks for being on. Like uh, you know, like we've done with our with our other guests, we we like to have um, each of our guests tell us a little bit about their favorite song. We're building a commuter playlist. Um, so just in case you do have a slightly longer commute and you have to still fill it up with some extra some extra time, something else to listen to, uh, we've got this great playlist on Spotify of all the best songs that our guests have have recommended. So Tom, can you tell me what are you listening to these days? What do you want to add to the playlist? Um, it's a song called uh, Texas Sun by, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it uh, right, Crangbin and, uh, and, and Leon Bridges. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. It's got this awesome road trippy feel uh, about it. And I'm, I'm a big fan of Leon Bridges' uh, music. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome for just gliding through that uh, city. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Tom. Um, well, I think that, you know, that's all the time we have today. Everyone go and uh, listen to Texas Sun. It's a good song. I agree. I, I hadn't heard it before. I listened to it when you sent it over to me. So, um, all right, perfect. Well, have a, you know, everyone have a great, great rest of your commute if you aren't there yet. Um, hopefully you got the wind blowing through your hair or through your helmet as you're going on into the office. Tom, thanks for having, uh, you know, thanks for being on. And uh, we'll, we'll see everyone in the next episode. Cool. Thanks for having me, Andy. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Between the Lines with Andy Keaton. Be sure to subscribe to hear next week's episode and check out our exclusive commuter playlists on Spotify.